Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's a beautiful afternoon in Los Angeles. A beautiful day to record a comedic podcast. Yeah, I think so. I agree. I w- I'm going to, from now on, every every Jordan Jesse Go is going to start on an elegiac note. Sure, yeah, an, an earnest non-comic note. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, shall we shall we introduce our guest into the program? Sure. Who's uh, going to join us in recording a comedy podcast? You know, hopefully her. she'll like hearing a story about my balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know her as a member of the Apple Sisters. Uh, they recently released a uh, vinyl LP. Sure. Uh, sure. I I had it in my hands not moments ago. It features them on the cover and back cover. <laughs> I I'm I'm excited that the Apple Sisters, um, a a hilarious musical comedy act, has a vinyl record. I'm a little disappointed uh-huh. that it's not colored vinyl and that they're not hand numbered. Okay. Kimmy because... Gatewood, by Hi, the way. Thank is you. Our... Thank Hi, you so Kimmy. much. Hi guys. Thanks Hi, for Kimmy. having me. Did you consider? I, I presume this is a long play, so I presume it's a 45 RPM recording. Uh, uh, yep. Did you consider any other RPM ratings? No. No? 78 was a little too heavy and expensive, and no right. one has the proper right. you gotta, equipment anymore. So you got to crank that fucker up, you know? <laughs> I will the... sing the album to you personally if you call me, though. Oh, great. So, yeah. That's yeah. like one of the so sort of a riff on the They Might Be Giant style of song. Sure. It's just that you are just willing to give your phone number to anyone. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> And sing. You just don't have very many I mean, fans. <laughs> if I mean, can we do something where to mimic kind of the charm of listening to a vinyl album? If I, you know, if I say, "Oh, I'm speeding it up," will you do like a chipmunk voice? Absolutely, okay. whatever you want. And then you I know, slow I, it down, and you do a monster voice. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I dropped it. Now there's it's skipping." So <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or I will just literally skip on my cell phone as well. Get huh? So, so accommodating. <laughs> Would you guys so say that your favorite movie of the silent era mm-hmm. or your favorite movie of all time is The Boys Think They Have One on Foxy Grandpa, But He Fools Them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in my top ten. Right. It's, I mean, it's right up there with um, horse running. It's one of the best of Joseph Hart's Foxy Grandpa films. <laughs> sure. I mean, he's the quintessential Foxy Grandpa. Kimmy, do you not remember this one? It seems like Golly. maybe you don't remember. Maybe if I remind you the plot summary, it will re- help you remember. If you wouldn't mind. The boys dance to Grandpa's banjo playing, mm. then indicate he can't equal their skill. <laughs> Grandpa gets up and performs an intricate step while still playing the banjo. Do you remember that one? It's... Coming back to me, um, was there Can a we... Foxy Grandma involved? Okay, l- let okay, me ask you. Right. Th- you might be thinking of Foxy Grandpa and Polly oh. in A Little Hilarity. Mm. Of course, that starred Carrie DeMar as, as Polly alongside pa- Polly, of Joseph Hart's classic portrayal of Foxy Grandpa. Mm-hmm. That's the one where Polly and Foxy Grandpa perform a vaudeville-style dance on a small stage in what appears to be a ragtime rhythm. Of course, there's no sound. It's a silent <laughs> film, so there's really no way of knowing. So you have to know by the by the by the rhythm of their dancing what the music sounds like. You right. have to kind of guess. Well, it appears to be a ragtime mm-hmm. rhythm, although it's certainly not a minuet. No, no, not at all. 
Not at all. And it's not to be confused with other other films of the time, like Monkey Shines Number 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing compared to Monkey Shines Number 1, I'll tell you. The original yeah. is always the best. Two was just a cash-in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't just switch Belushi's. You know what I mean? You <laughs> sure. can't just... <laughs> When did I'm I'm curious. This was Hiram Belushi. <laughs> when did and I'm Shlomo Belushi. <laughs> um I'm curious when when what does Foxy mean here and when did it come to mean like a babe like that 80 the, you know the 80s connotation of Foxy like you know I think Foxy Grandpa must be like Wiley. Yeah, like right? sly like a fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sly like a fox because you didn't you wouldn't expect him to know such an intricate step while playing the banjo, but then he does. <laughs> so he was, you know, like a fox will, you know, conceal a dead chicken. Right. Grandpa will conceal uh, dancing abilities. Well, it revolved around Foxy Grandpa, an elderly gentleman with two mischievous grandsons, of course. Oh. Their names, Chubb and Bunt, <laughs> who constantly <laughs> try to trick him. Oddly enough, Bunt was the fat one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know some. You know, I Chubb I, just always had an erection. If, <laughs> I were, if I were a gay pornographer, I would be looking into buying the rights to the Foxy Grandpa series right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. You get Chubb and Bunt and a little hot brother on brother action. Sure. I mean, I mean that's great because what what you want these days in entertainment is an IP, an intellectual property that okay, has a sure. lot of name recognition. Yeah. I mean, and that even extends into the gay pornography space, I would imagine. You know, like, I mean, you want you want something to, you know, you don't want to just pull a story out of thin air. You want something no. that people know. You want, like, a battleship, a Transformers, a Foxy Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just something that, something that has, like, an immediate resonance in the audience. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, you can transform that as you will. You don't have to literally do a remake of Foxy Grandpa Shows Boys He is a Magician. <laughs> yeah. Although if you are a gay pornographer, that might be a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tagline. Can I tell you what, the, what easily the best one uh, to do if you are a gay pornographer is? Foxy Grandpa shows the boys are trick or treat. I can't even. Okay. Foxy oh, wait, Grandpa. Let me, I can guess which one it is. Uh, Foxy Grandpa massages the prostate. No. <laughs> it's Foxy. This one is actually very highly rated. This one's 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. Fox- Who's rating silent movies on IMDb? <laughs> Sorry. Foxy Grandpa shows the boys a trick or two with the tramp. Oh, uh, that's the whole title? Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming Charlie Chaplin makes an appearance in that one. Yeah. Got to figure. This one, this one does not have... It's like, that was kind of like the Avengers of the time. <laughs> yes, it really was. People have been watching these guys in uh-huh. separate movies. I, so the titles of these are just the plots. Yeah. Boys take grandpa's cigars with distressing results. <laughs> <laughs> So the, these are the actual titles. They're I'm like reading what, these from IMDb. I'm not making these up. These these titles are like are like the TV guide description of a show now. Yes, like it's just yes, absolutely. Although one of them is just called the creators of Foxy Grandpa. Oh, so do you think oh. that's like a behind the scenes featurette? I mean, I think it's probably like adaptation where it's like a meta. You know, kind of commentary on what I it's hope like to... that's silent as well. The yeah. creators of Foxy Grandpa. <laughs> Just waving their arms around. Why Foxy Grandpa escaped a ducking is one of them. (laughs) Mm. What is that? 
Foxy Grandpa's boys attempt to play a practical joke on him by putting a bucket of water over the, his door and connecting with a string to the doorknob. Ho ho. That's a, ho ho. <laughs> I'll get these I, movies. <laughs> <laughs> While they are away, There's 60 seconds tops. <laughs> Foxy Grandpa changes the string from the doorknob to the doorbell. Uh-oh. The boys return, pull the bell, and give themselves a ducking. While Foxy Grandpa looks on with twinkling eyes from a corner of the window. Excellent comedy. Well worked out. <laughs> so, where does that description come from? <laughs> Just an autistic boy in Iowa. <laughs> I'm what I always wondered about that prank the the bucket of water above the door. The bucket will hurt someone, right? Like, I mean, you don't – the water just doesn't come down. You get a fucking bucket in the face too, right? I mean, especially if it's one of those old metal pails. Well, it's got to be a – you got to use a lightweight aluminum bucket, right? Unless it works like the Lord of the Rings ring, which which flies up and lands on someone's finger perfectly every time it's thrown in the air. Oh, so, you're uh, saying, so a wait, bucket see, just goes right on your head when yeah. it's above a door. So a ducking, if you will. So you've got some sort of magic bucket theory. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I'm glad. I want to know what I really want to know is what the distressing results are when the boys take Grandpa's cigars. Mm. Grandpa flips the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Two boys are sitting on a bench smoking a cigar until they become ill. Foxy mm. Grandpa escorts a lovely young woman over to the bench as the boys run off. <laughs> what? Foxy Grandpa tricked them into stealing his cigars and smoking them and getting sick so that he would have use of the bench for fucking. Oh, so this is all an intricate ruse. Yeah, you know how Foxy – this is a Foxy guy. There's yeah. no doubt about, there's no doubt about I bet, that when I bet, it comes but to Yeah, Foxy and I Grandpa. bet like back in the day when, you know, when, when sexuality was a little more taboo, if you wanted to hire a prostitute, you probably had to take her to a bench. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be seen by a motel owner. No. You know, you didn't be defamed. You can't certainly can't have sex with a prostitute in your home. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Just got to drag her over to the bench. Well, there no. weren't a lot of cars to fuck in, so Oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. Benches were sure. a nice place, not on the ground. Yeah. You could fold your clothes, put them next to a tree. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, and then like maybe what like a, Oh, that would be a funny. That would be a funny silent movie. Foxy Grandpa is fucking a prostitute on a bench, and then a raccoon runs away with his clothes. <laughs> Which one is that, Jesse? Oh, that's Foxy Grandpa fucks prostitute on bench. Raccoon runs away with his clothes. I'm really the, plot, the title is what is happening. I'm really interested now in this um, uh, in this other film by the star of Foxy Grandpa. Foxy Grandpa mostly just did the Foxy Grandpa films, sure. But he also starred in the film European Rest Cure. Mm. Um, that sounds kind of saucy. Sounds I mean, like a Chevy Chase franchise. <laughs> You know, Foxy Grandpa has new kids in every in every rest cure movie. Can I tell you? Can I tell you what the plot of European Rest Cure is? Sure. Hmm. An American going to Europe for a rest cure. Oh, sure. Which is something. That's an edema, right? That's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. That's just old time for edema. Uh, I mean, it's it's possible that it's group sex. Oh yeah, could be. Like in in 1902, that's what they called that. Mm-hmm. Or pickling your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> An American going to Europe for a rest cure says goodbye to his family, then boards a ship that heads out to sea where it runs into some rough weather. Uh-oh. When they reach Ireland, the mm-hmm. man has a mishap, and then in Paris, he gets involved in a fracas. <laughs> As he continues on to oh, his no, other stuff. As he continues on Hopefully to his other stops, melee. things get even less restful. <laughs> <laughs> 
holy shit, there's this other summary. It has to be as long as the entire movie. It's like four paragraphs from the Edison catalog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess when I think when I think European rescue or something else that comes to mind other than like weird enema sure. is like – you know, when they said a woman was hysterical and they would apply a vibrator. That seems like something they would also call a rest cure. Those yeah. were the days. <laughs> Weren't they? Simpler times. <laughs> when a, Fucking on benches when a, and when an, jacking off when you're crazy. <laughs> when an industrial vibrator was the cure for basically everything. Immortal power. Plug it in. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, I think Foxy Grandpa is kind of ripe for a remake, if not in the gay pornography space. I mean, maybe you know, maybe it's like a webisode or something like that. I think we could bring back Foxy Grandpa. Yeah, who do you think Let's has kickstart the kickstart this thing? Who do you, well, who do you think do you has think the rights we need to it to do Foxy Grandpa? Probably like we probably could do it for fifteen thousand, right? Let's get Jack Black involved, guys. Uh, right oh, okay. immediately sure. as Foxy Grandpa. Sure. Okay, sure. we have Chubb. you don't want Alan Harkin. Yeah, Jack Black. I mean, do we want him in old age makeup. I want What's Donald better, Sutherland. Right? All right, yeah. Donald Sutherland's yep, good yep. choice. Donnie okay. Suth. Maybe Jack Black is um, not Chubb, the other one. <laughs> oh, Jack Black is one of the sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Bunt. Bunt, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can, oh, you can, you can Jack Black and Steve Zahn. Let's get the gang Great. from Saving Silverman back. back together. Sure, get him back. America is everyone. Yeah. America loves to watch that. Today I'm on Saturday on Comedy Central. Sure. So they, yeah, and then see maybe like an Alan Arkin. Um, I mean maybe we can make make use of both both connotations of Foxy and get like a John Slattery in there. Oh, oh. man, he's a silver silver fox. Foxy grandpa. You got it. So I mean, and I think he's you know every time he's given a comedic role, he does a pretty good job. I think so. Yeah, I mean maybe it's. Maybe maybe it's time. Realistically, though, it's just going to be either you or me in a fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but we could say we have other casting ideas in the Kickstarter, on the Kickstarter Absolutely, page. yeah. I mean, this is to raise the money. And then, yeah, we raise the money, then we dash the hopes. And what, if we, what if we raise money to do it, to do the artificial aging with CGI? Yeah. Well, I mean, and Kimmy, how do you feel about playing the lovely woman? I mean, I guess this would... Penny, the one that gets um, fucked, or the penny, on, yeah, the... the one on the bench. How do okay, you feel the about bench? benches? Um, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're lovely. Th- thank you. Thanks. And you're a woman. <laughs> and <laughs> and you're... I hate cigars. <laughs> <laughs> we yes, we would not need to apply any any uh, CGI to make you lovely. You would have to, you know. I thought you were going to say old person. Yeah. <laughs> you look elderly. <laughs> no, the young woman in this film is young. Sure. That's what is, what, part of what makes it so funny because the foxy grandpa, he's so foxy that he got himself a young girlfriend to fuck on that park bench. <laughs> <laughs> and he tricked her into agreeing to do anal. I would guess that the rights to foxy grandpa are owned by like – Little Nemo? Yeah, or someone who like owns the Borax Company. <laughs> or like <laughs> Tw- 12 Mule Train Borax featuring Foxy Grandpa. Yeah, so I mean, I guess we need to like find whoever has the rights to Foxy Grandpa or whoever, you know, makes mustache wax or something. <laughs> somebody somebody that owns Post Toasties. Sure. <laughs> Maybe it's in the public domain, you guys. Oh, maybe it is. Like America the Beautiful. Oh. Foxy, Foxy Grandpa. 
He is now we have a song for the big musical number. Yeah. <laughs> Purple mountains, <laughs> majesty. My sons are easily tricked. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kimmy Gatewood just took a sip of water, so I'm not going to make her introduce herself right now. But welcome back to the program, Kimmy. Thanks, gentlemen. It's great to have you here. Your I am I am interested to hear. I mm-hmm. did not know this. Yes. I knew your performing group, the Apple Sisters, sure. for their performances in Los Angeles and New York, where yes. your beloved alternative comedy staples. Go on. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's presumptive of me to say. Not at all. Your staples like salted pork was to a sailor. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon cu- to a pirate. You're, <laughs> you're a couple of hard tacks. <laughs> yeah. Maggot infested hard tacks. <laughs> Thanks, gents. <laughs> Um, and uh, I was surprised to hear that you also perform in Las Vegas, Nevada. That is correct. We perform in Las Vegas because one of our beloved sisters is in Jersey Boys in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. So she performs six times a week. So we'll go out there to write and perform. And so the theater that we perform in is um, in true Las Vegas fashion in a strip mall. Of off course. the strip. <laughs> is one, one of the sisters plays Frankie Beverly? Frankie Beverly? No. Uh, Wait, that's from Maze. Frankie Valley? I don't know. Frankie Valley. <laughs> no. Wait, Frankie Valley, she's a swing. So what she plays... One of the sisters plays Luther Vandross, is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is that a Luther Vandross song? Nope. I think you segued, you definitely segued into the Big Bopper. <laughs> yes, I... Will I what? <laughs> oh, Will <man>. I what? <laughs> but we perform... <laughs> The theater basically is like um, like a, a two face because on the left hand side you can you buy your tickets at a porn shop. So there's like yes, but it's like how if you you know how about back in the old days if you wanted a ticket to a punk rock show you had to go to like the record store. Sure, exactly. This like is that. like if you want tickets to an alternative comedy review. Yes, you, have to you go, this go and store. you buy your ticket because that's where the register is next to the fleshlights. Gentlemen, sure. do you know what the fleshlights are? That's the thing you put on your donger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now it comes for, in for lady, sec- ladies' peepees and then men's poopoos. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can choose a peepee or a poopoo. That's good. That's very egalitarian. <laughs> Thanks. So, and then on the right hand side is the theater mm-hmm. that you is a small black box theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, then next door to that is a gay bar. And then next door to that is the Green Door, which is a swingers club. Wow. Yes. A real swingers club? Real swingers club. Like in the movie Swingers. Uh, (laughs) Is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy there? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That sounds money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you have to go in with a woman. And in order to get into the swingers club, because they don't right. just want yeah, a bunch of dudes there. You can't just have a bunch there. of dudes. So yeah. just J, get... J and O. J and O? What? Yeah. What? J and O? What does that mean? It's like if you were doing something with a flashlight, but you didn't have a flashlight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm from 1943. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm back in the present. 
Um, uh, big so, dongs, dicks, dicks, dicks. Okay. <laughs> so as so, let me ask yes. you this: as because because you guys perform in the same complex uh, as a porn shop, yes, and as the Green Door. I mean, I know that this you know this happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was uh, I was at a bar with some friends, and one of them kind of worked on the same strip. And when the bill came, they mentioned like, "Oh, hey, I work over there at this store." And then the waitress is like, "Oh, well, you get twenty percent off." <laughs> Do you think you guys have a swingers club discount coming? <laughs> Gee whiz, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those places can get pricey. What do they have at the swingers club? Apple teenies? <laughs> <laughs> right. Flame shirts? <laughs> oh, yeah. No booze allowed at the swingers club, guys. Oh, so, yeah, really? Yeah, no booze. Uh, Everybody yeah. gets drunk at the gay bar and then goes over <laughs> to the swingers club. <laughs> have you Have you ever been inside the swingers club? I haven't. The little... Does it make you uncomfortable? Are you afraid to go in the swingers club? I'm definitely club? afraid to go in there. I just feel like as soon as I get in there... You might they're... be swung upon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just imagine like a car wash of dicks. Like, <laughs> oh, then you get then you get the hot wax. Oh. You end up real suds. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're waiting for it to be done, you can look through the greeting cards. Nah, that doesn't work. I don't know what I imagine. I don't you know what you do guys need imagine. An air freshener. <laughs> you need an air freshener. I just imagine like pillows everywhere, like dirty pillows. Oh boy, I didn't, oh, mean, I didn't mean to say that. But no, just pillows everywhere, and just like dicks and everywhere, and, sure. and like like a, a few boobs maybe, sure. and just everyone's like ha- hairy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You, um, do you I think imagine. there's a friendly rivalry between the swingers club and the gay bar? Like, do you think? <laughs> You know, like Cheers and Gary's Old Time Tavern. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat each other I, in guys, softball. Guys, I think we got another reboot on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> After we reboot Foxy Grandpa. Gary's Old Town Tavern and Cheers rebooted. Yeah, this is fun. This is this fun is... and we got to get dancing. Do you guys? Oh, yeah. He's around. Uh, yeah, right. It'll be like his son that runs it or something like that. It'll yeah. be like the Beverly Hills Cop reboot. That's yeah, coming. but it's his son, but it's still played by Ted Dance. So. Oh, sure. He plays his son <laughs> and his dad. Yeah. Um, do you get people at the theater who you're like, oh, they're going to the Swingers Club after this? Do they make a night of it, I guess is what I'm saying. No, like, I don't think so. Let's see a show. There is a Thai food restaurant nearby. It's one of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. It is called the Lotus of Siam. I've eaten at the Lotus of Siam. It, it is, is an excellent restaurant. Yeah, they really blew my York. ass out though. I gotta <laughs> tell you. If you if you don't if you neglect to tell them not to make it insanely spicy, they will, <laughs> they will blow melt it. your face off. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I wouldn't have thought of Las Vegas as a place where you would get exceptional Thai food. It is a famous like among people that really care about that shit. It gotcha. is a it is like a destination. So you get like a, this is a lot of like fish with the heads on kind of stuff. Right? This is a real Jonathan Gold type situation. Okay, it's, yeah, this exactly. is a real. Serious eats. Sure. <laughs> can you imagine, like, when the delivery trucks come in, like, if they mixed it up one day, guys? Oh, if the oh delivery boy. truck from the Thai food place. Yeah, yeah. So then the Thai foods are just making curries with lube. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. And everyone's yeah, coconut like, lube. Everyone's just asses are on fire from all the lube. Uh-huh. <laughs> like seven chili lube. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. lobster is not making me who horny. Comes, who <laughs> comes to see? Who comes to see an Apple Sisters show in Las Vegas? How are you advertising this? Handbills? It's <laughs> guys in the streets. No, we have a lot of performers actually that come, like people who are in the shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do our show after the locals do their shows. Oh, mm-hmm. when you say yeah. locals, you're talking about Penn and Teller. I'm talking about Penn. Mm-hmm. And Teller. He's he came to our last show, you guys. Did he? <laughs> ben Gillette came to our 
show. Oh my did gosh. He, did he interrupt yes. it ranting about how God doesn't exist? <laughs> no, not that he, he might have done it or silently. How recycling is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> or just something else he knows and wants to tell you about. <laughs> Uh, no, but he did sit in the back because he is a tall dude. Sure. He is yeah. so tall. He's is a that, big man. Is that the biggest Las Vegas celebrity that you've had? Yeah, I think he is the biggest Las Vegas right, celebrity. Yeah, the literal biggest. He's literally big, but he's also mm. like if, if he, mm, girl. Wayne Newton. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Newton. George Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. George Wayne Newton, maybe Jay. Saturday night. Rita Rudner. No. Yeah. Rita Rudner. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, like, uh, we get to see some interesting shows. We went backstage and met Carrot Top once. We went to see a show and Wait, met you Carrot went, Top. you got to, how do you get a backstage invitation to see Carrot because, Top? Because, like, people in Las Vegas, it's like a small town, but everybody's got a <laughs> sure. shitload of money. The performers do, you know? And they just, they they need friends or interesting, need to eat interesting <laughs> people. Like, who are they going to meet? Like, you know, the so-and-sos from the Midwest or they want some cool people from L.A., you know what I mean? <laughs> sure, yeah. You want some cool Not Hollywood us, not types. us. Definitely not us. <laughs> so no, is, but... is Carrot Top's jacked, right? Totally jacked. Really creeped out by that. Yeah. Like, In real life, is it also upsetting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were near him and I was like, oh, because I... When I was in New York, I was shucking oysters, as one is to do, sure. at Live Bait. On Twenty Third Street, do you sure. know that place? It's a famous restaurant. If you yeah. can, if you can shuck them there, you can shuck them anywhere. <laughs> and so I was Ugh. shucking oysters, and he ate lunch there when he was doing his AT and T things. Sure, remember that one eight hundred call AT and T What was that for? Was that collect calls? It's a, it's, it's a, you, it's a prefix that you dial to get. Discount rate. So it was part of mm. consumer choice for long distance service was Got that it. you could mm. dial a number to choose which long distance provider you so used. Long ago, I remember those. Those were what I used when I needed my mom to come pick me up at the movie theater. I would find a payphone <laughs> and do one of those. Yeah, absolutely. After I saw, I don't know, let's say Ninja Turtles three, the one where they went back in time. <laughs> sure. Wait, what? <laughs> I missed that one. Oh yeah, yeah. they wore samurai outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they and that's and that's one of and I remember being bothered about it at the time. But it's one of those time travel movies where they they travel back in time, but also go to another place. That's the part of it that didn't make sense to me. Right. I'm like, I can see traveling through time. But you you would be in this. They would have to be a long and perilous ocean crossing. Sure, right. <laughs> yeah. They would have to get. To travel from, you know, New York City, where the Ninja Turtles live, uh-huh. to Japan. Yeah. I wanted to see that several-month ocean voyage. Yeah. <laughs> didn't make sense that they went to another place. They would probably just have complained about the pizza on the boat the whole time. <laughs> sure. Michael the hardtack pizza. Yeah, yeah it's hardtack. <laughs> Maggot topping again? <laughs> Bummer. It's <laughs> my Ninja Turtle impression. Reverse cowabunga. Is yeah. that what they would say when something was sad? Yeah. <laughs> cowabunga, but bad. <laughs> Real wordsmiths and Ninja Turtles. Okay, sure. so <laughs> yeah. you're, you're yeah. shucking. Yeah, shucking oysters. Carrot Top comes carrot in, top shucking, comes in. shucking some props. Uh, he is like pretty normal Carrot Top, and I say hello, and he's like, I used to shuck oysters when I was in high school mm. or something like that. I wasn't in high school, but we had a connection, right? Sure. So then seeing him years later, I got the courage to say that story to him, and he was like, yeah, 
yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Doesn't remember it at oh. all. Time I to know. do some reps. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's possible that you're that you are physically less distinctive than Carrot Top? <laughs> I, don't I mean, mean I would put rude, myself on the same level as Carrot Is it Carrot possible Top? that you're less memorable than Carrot Top in real life? <laughs> A man with enormous orange hair who is also yoked and also a famous prop comedian <laughs> from television commercials for 1-800-CALL-ATT. And, of course, chairman of the board. And chairman of the film, chairman of the board. Box I office just, poison. I can't. I mean, could, could you guys help yourselves but to just tell somebody that story if you saw them and like 10 years ago? You know, and- I saw I – was, I was in the Whole Foods the other day with a, a guy who was an actor. My first – my first PA job when I moved to L.A., um, uh, this guy was an it was a sitcom and this guy was an actor on it. And we were both in Whole Foods together, like waiting at the like a uh, place where you get a scoop of like macaroni salad. And I'm like, I'm just the standing. deli. The, yeah, the deli. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the place. And I was just like, I'm like, do I make small talk with this guy and tell him that I used to bring him coffee and stuff? I yeah. didn't. Uh but yeah, I don't know. But I, if I was... you had been in Las Vegas, you probably would. That's have. true. If we were both in Vegas, hey, you want to head down to Lotus Asylum, blow our asses, <laughs> and blow our asses out? <laughs> Apple Sisters at eight, <laughs> Swingers Club at ten. We'll make a night of it. Yeah, guy who's on Mad Men now. Yeah, he's on Mad Men now. Yeah, he's the um, he's the uh, like Jewish copywriter. Who's oh, like, that guy's uh, great. He is great. Oh, I don't know his name. What? Okay, so if yes, you're sir. in Las Vegas, yeah. you're autom- you're telling me you're automatically friends with all <laughs> other performers in Las Vegas? <laughs> well, Sarah is in the community. She's been there for like five years now. So she like, you know, she, yeah. she's the bridge. Yeah, totally. Okay. They don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> so does she just go from show to show? No, she's in. she's been in Jersey Boys the whole time. For five years? Yeah, yeah. Wow. People I know. love Jersey Boys. People love Jersey Boys. I don't know what Jersey Boys is. It's about the four seasons. It's about Frankie Beverly and Maze. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and their rivalry with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, okay. They're talking about good. moving theaters right now mm-hmm. and adding in Foxy Grandpa. Oh, right. okay. It's going to save a lot of money because there's no sound. So <laughs> we, what you're saying is we workshop this in Vegas before <laughs> we take it to web video space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. think that's a I great idea. I think that's a good idea because we don't want to go national too early. Yeah. We want to have a long, comfortable run with this Foxy Grandpa thing. Like Frankie Beverly in Mays. Sure. Let's build some buzz. <laughs> yeah. In Vegas. Vegas is so strange, though. It's such a bizarre place because if you live there, you're just like, I'm going to the grocery store and then going, you go to work at the Strip every single day. Yeah, that it's must so be bizarre. so weird. You, like, try to get your shows up at casinos. Like, right. The Apple Sisters, we did, like, an improv show and in the, the Palms. Yeah. The, is that the Jay-Z? They call it the Jay-Z Hotel. <laughs> yeah, he did sure, the, the Jay-Z Palm. Hotel. We did an improv show at the Palms. What are, what are those? I mean, like, you're, the Apple Sisters is yeah. a fairly, like, sophisticated joke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I mean, I, you know, like, I think about the comedy shows that do well in Vegas. It's like, you know, Wayne Brady's, Wayne Brady's making shit up. And it's like him just, like, I think it's called up. Wayne Brady, genial black man. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wayne Brady, not too black. 
<laughs> um, yeah. So, but I mean, how does how does the Las Vegas audience respond to that? They're, it's great because it's all people who don't are not from Las Vegas. Okay, sure. Yeah, they're all performers that came from New York or L.A. Or so Chicago. you're saying that people who are from Las Vegas are stupid Fucking people. <laughs> is that is that the premise of this bit? Uh, no, no. I mean, I don't. Gatewood, I don't know Gatewood, how. Gatewood, sorry, Gatewood. I'm sorry, guys. Mm. <laughs> It's Gatewood, just too hot Gatewood, out there, Gatewood, huh? Gatewood. Their brains melt. <laughs> I think their brains melt right into their stupid fanny packs. <laughs> I think you can be sophisticated and enjoy the Apple Sisters, but I think if you're not, if you're unsophisticated, you can still be like, haha, that's the dumb one. Sure, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, you know, absolutely. They're I spinning love, corn at each other. <laughs> I'm sophisticated. I love the dumb one, but I would still love the dumb one if if I was unsophisticated. Look at Woody from Cheers. No, that's true. I guess I was thinking about what was the, like, Everyone what? Loves Woody. What uh, what tourists come to Las Vegas to see? Oh yeah, yeah, not us. Definitely not us. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys don't have any horses in the act. No, not yet. Any giant feather headdresses? <laughs> uh, working on it. Yeah, yeah. Any Rita Rudner? <laughs> She We've goes, been begging her for four years. Rudner would be a good addition. It would. Rudner. She would fit. I think. I think. I think you. Throw she could be in like Rudner. your mom or something. That's a good idea, guys. Do you guys have a mom in your? I know you guys have a lot of continuity too. Yeah, we do. Granny do you, Apple. Do you have a, a mom? Uh, yeah, we do. Have, her, her name is Reddy Apple. Oh, okay. Her name is Jen Perry, okay. the actress who plays our mother okay. sometimes. She sucks. Canner. Yeah. Get Rudner. Get Rudner. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jen's the other study, huh? Politics. Cold, hard politics. <laughs> I like I like this Apple Sisters do Vegas thing. Yeah, me too. You know, I think we should. that should be our second Kickstarter project. <laughs> okay. Third Kickstarter project? What's the first one? First one's Foxy, Foxy Grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. Second one is one I forget. Oh, uh, Cheers reboot, but it's a it's right. a it's a gay bar and a swingers club. Right, Dancing plays young Dancing because of plays. his weirdly unchanged face. Sure, <laughs> yeah, Dancing face is unchanged. He just changed his wig from brown to silver. <laughs> that's all right. that's happened to. to are you saying that Ted Danson Danson in the last twenty five years? Are you saying that Ted Danson is some sort of Highlander? I believe he may be a Highlander. Yeah, that would that would explain his spectacularly high quality performance in Bored to Death, and why he's always decapitating people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I don't know if you guys knew this, there can be only one. Right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why Ted Danson's always carrying around that samurai. Sam sword. Waterston wanted to be a Highlander. Oh, Danson, Danson said, said, "No, fuck sir. No, no, sir." Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kimmy Gatewood is now just fucking around with her telephone. <laughs> you got to be ready to introduce yourself, or people who tuned in in the middle of this podcast won't know who you are. <laughs> Hello, Kimmy it's Gatewood me, Kimmy from Gatewood. the Apple Sisters is here. I got a really cool booklet in the mail. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, apparently a doctor named. Uh, Doctor Carriger uh, used to live in our um, used to live in our loft unit where Max Fun World headquarters is, mm-hmm. and I received what I can only presume was intended for him 
It's a pamphlet for DFCon 2013 Los Angeles. Wow, that sounds fun. That's the Diabetic Foot Global Conference. Not what I expected at all. I went to (laughs) DPCon. It was not fun. (laughs) It was not fun. Too much Dr. Pepper? (laughs) Too much Dr. Pepper, yeah. Sure. See, I thought that was going to be Director of Photography Con. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Pepper You're like, oh, man. Oh, guys. So here. Camera's such a drag. (laughs) Here's the thing. This features listings for all of the activities that are going on in March of 2013 at Diabetic Foot Global Conference 2013 Los Angeles, DFCon. Excuse me. It's a whole month? It's it, not just a day? No, it's a three-day. It's March 21st <laughs> March 21st through 23rd at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. It's a long Hotel. weekend. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, a commitment. Diabetic foot con. You know what? If you have beef, you should really take it up with conference co-chairman George Andros, MD, David G. Armstrong, DPM, MD, PhD, and course directors Joseph L. Mills, Senior, MD, and Lee C. Rogers, DPM. <laughs> DPM is double penetration medicine, by the way. <laughs> right. Here's what ails you. You got the shakes? Hysterical? <laughs> okay, so so some of Take these... one in the button, one in the giner. Some of these sessions are what you think they might be. For example, damage control, debridement, and drainage. Of course. With Christopher E. Attinger, hmm. M.D., or tibial artery interventions with Miguel Montero Baker, MD. Or tendo Achilles lengthening and gastrocnemius recession with John S. Steinberg, DPM. You know, like di- people talk about diabetic foot con and like how it used to be just like, right. you know, about diabetic foot enthusiasts. Right. And, and now it it's commercial. So it's just Hollywood. Commercial. Yeah. It's where Super you, Hollywood. You know, but I mean, the hotel room parties are still great. Yeah, that's I still agree. where the like real fans get together. Exactly. Sure. And the, you know what? I think maybe this is blasphemous, but I think the cosplay is even better these days. <laughs> it's. I mean, it is great. People I are stepping some, it up. I saw some blackened appendages mm-hmm. last year that were oh, just man. gorgeous, just absolutely true to life. Absolutely true. To, and I, I remember, saw some really sexy um, fungus-ridden cuticles. <laughs> Remember that remember that uh, topless insulin shot that we saw? I do. That was she was very hot. sexy. Very hot. Homemade uh, too. She made it all herself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, here's the thing. So many of them are perfectly normal, and I like I casually we casually opened this up last week. Um, I mean, you know, I'm certainly interested in the 10th annual Edward James Olmos Award for advocacy and amputation prevention. <laughs> sure. Wow. Edward James Olmos had something amputated? Apparently he had something prevented from being amputated, and that's why he endowed this award. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. They were going to cut his dick off. He's like, stop. <laughs> I was in stand to deliver. It's a Cylon dick. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, however... The amazing thing about this is that apparently at some point, whoever, I presume it had to be conference co-chairman George Andros, MD, and David G. Armstrong, DPM, MD, PhD. Oh, fuck, fucking classic Armstrong. They, the guy's last name? They took a look at lists of, of sessions and said, these need some juicing up. So this, these are the actual... Session names from other portions of the conference besides the one that I just read from you. Uh, let's see. 
Maastrichtly speaking, we have great opportunities for bridging the evidence gap. Mounting up to avoid an amputation stampede. A message from two Canadian beacons. These Are these foot puns? The butcher, <laughs> the baker, B-A-K-K-E-R, or the policymaker. Oh, boy. How our works in the clinic can impact administrators and politicians worldwide. <laughs> Starve a cold? Feed a foot. New data on attrition. Nutrition to avoid lower extremity attrition. You know, I just I didn't I know I'm not supposed to say this because this is yeah. kind of like this violates a sort of code of Hollywood ethics, but I don't <laughs> feel like I could stay silent anymore. The reason this was sent here is because I did punch up on this pamphlet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and I know that you're not sp- you know, I know that's just something. You know, writers get brought in for punch up, and right. The, and you're supposed to you're supposed to keep it on the cute side. Yeah, you get you get a nice lunch, you get a flat fee, and but you know the the uh, the WGA credit goes to the guy who did you know the last draft, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I I you have wrote historically a lot of been puns. known as medicine's valanche. Sure, exactly. <laughs> so I can see why. For example, one of my favorites uh, is the one that you wrote for Jun Pyo Hong, mm-hmm. MD, PhD, MBA. Mm. It's always, I could probably say it with – I'll let you read it because – It's always Hyundai morning at Asan Medical Center, taking ischemic cabbage and making microvascular kimchi. <laughs> that was a fun one. That was a fun one to write. I just feel like that might be really pushing the limits of, you know, racism. Well, you know what, what about I mean? this yeah. one? But, well, here, but what we're doing, we're like we're playing with expectations. Right. You know, we're okay. we're commenting on and it. And it may you know? not be something that would sound right coming out of Jordan's mouth. Mm-hmm. But coming from Jun Pyo Hong, MD, PhD, MBA's mouth, when you have that number of degrees, you can say anything and it doesn't sound racist. <laughs> <laughs> He said exactly? some stuff about blacks, and I was like, well, he's got an MBA. <laughs> here's Probably a, knows what he's talking about. Here's another one. We have ways of making you heal. Mach schnell. Mit Clinic und Morbach. Wow. Led by Stephen Morbach, Holy PhD. Crap, okay, yeah, yes. we just wanted to have a little fun with race, with, you know, with stereotypes. I mean, you know, we they wanted this to be edgy. They said, like, they said, like, add a dash of Tosh also, is what they right. said. <laughs> Flow man on the toe, Tumpol. Timing of revascularization. That is just like they asked me, how many puns can you cram into this? (laughs) Make it more Jay-Z, please. Right? (laughs) Right, yes. What about (laughs) this one? Super microsurgilistic thigh of lapitofix. How super microsurgical techniques are transforming limb salvage. Or... A circumflex journey from the thigh to the soul, S-E-O-U-L. Again, oh. Jun Pyo Hong, M.D., Ph.D., M.B.A. The man can do no wrong. I mean, soul, that has so many connotations and so many levels there's, in the foot world. I mean, Sorry, the diabetic foot world. Sure, thank you. <laughs> How I look at a wound. Why do they need to do this in L.A., I wonder? Why do they, like, I know this hotel that they're doing at is pretty nice. Like, why? This why, one is Can't mean. they do this in Branson, Missouri or something? Measuring outcomes. Does the patient know best? And so far, nothing horrible. Mm. In parentheses, 
It ain't over till the fat lady walks. Okay, I'm not— <laughs> Because I'm fat not, people get diabetes, but that's mean. I'm not taking credit for that. That was Jeffrey Ross. <laughs> okay. That was the roast master himself. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, you have probably done an angioplasty. <laughs> Am I right, guys? They have a very poor track record. <laughs> Why are you doing heart surgery? This is a foot issue. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean— so, do you have your? Did you get your badges yet? And the Oscar for best toe erector goes to the silent biofilm, or how to heal a wound without a big production. So Hollywood, you yeah. really sold out. Well, you know, I mean, even again, it's in L.A. It's at a swanky hotel. I kind of wanted to give a, you know, like a dash of, you know, a how, dash of glamour. How five little piggies can break the global bank? Practical data for you, Lord, your legislature. And your hospital administrator. I kind of th- miss the wolf in that one, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, mean, sure. I mean, that's three little piggies and you got five little piggies. There's so many. Yeah. Someone should be, uh, I'll huff and puff and blow your, your insurance premiums down. Yeah, fifth metatarsal. <laughs> what about 3D? You in a different way. That's fine. 3D wound measurement? <laughs> That one's not funny. No, that's... Guys, I broke my foot in October. Did you? For realties. My fifth metatarsal and my third metatarsal. Oh, so you know all about foot bones. Yeah. So I really am... This is really making a lot of sense to me, both comedically and medically. Right. What did you break your foot doing? Have you been workshopping some broken foot material? Yeah, I have. You broke your foot dancing. Yeah, sure On point? Um... Uh, off point, actually, oh. in, in my jazz shoes with a concrete man, <laughs> <laughs> the, meaning the floor. Yes. <laughs> did you did you land wrong on a on a flying leap? I was dancing really hard mm-hmm. uh, at a wedding. Perhaps mm-hmm. I had had a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, or four, <laughs> and um, my foot rolled out and it broke. Oh, dear. Broke, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, I mean, you know, you were, you were, you were, did you, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you feel like the bride and groom felt like you were stealing focus? Yeah, a little bit. Because, you know, in the middle I, of the day, I think floor, they got a little clutching upset. Your so foot. I, so I did ran this, to the back. I know you said this happened on the dance floor, but yeah. did it happen during the ceremony? <laughs> <laughs> you were dancing really hard during the ceremony. It you was, were, dun, 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 it you was dun, for my YouTube dun. video, man. <laughs> No one else knew that they were supposed to do. No, it was a flash mob, but it was a reverse flash mob, oh. which is just me dancing. Which is inappropriate. And everybody else sitting. It was you pounding whiskey and dancing in the middle of a uh, wedding ceremony. <laughs> I felt probably did pretty good. Though. Probably did pretty good on YouTube, though. But great on YouTube. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So that was um, that was pretty rotten. But I tell you, I got my whole wedding album done. You know what I mean, guys? I do. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> I, what do you mean? I got married this past year, so I just spent the whole time thinking about my foot and putting my wedding album together. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fun. Happy ending. Yeah. yeah Sending yeah, out yeah. thank you notes? Sending it. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. I what? was bummed they didn't find any diabetes in my foot, though. You always hope that when you break your foot. So you can have an excuse to go to diabetic foot con. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can take the lab out of the gate lab, G-A-I-T, walking the walk with new technologies at home and in clinic. <laughs> Lifelong fat. This is the gate section. The gates of hell, avoiding an inferno by leaving lower extremity limbo. No. Yep. Wow, that's Take dark. a walk on the wild side in my lab to, that studies gate. <laughs> Strategery for stepping. How compensating for neuropathy leaves us bushed. Mm. That one has an extended 
neoconservative, neoconservative philosophical analogy. <laughs> what do you about... think hooking up is like in the... Uh... Oh, it'll diabetic foot yeah, con. Diabetic yeah, foot I mean, I haven't hooked up with anybody. You're at the uh, you're at the Lowe's bar. Everybody's after- high on blood sugar. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everyone's been pounding insulin. <laughs> Everybody's been drinking hard and making sure to have a box of raisins on. Yeah, hand. because I mean, I think for 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 your for your con goer, you know, it's where you know it's where. People get to, you know, take a little break from their significant others. Sure. Meet people in your field. You got a hotel room. Yeah. Shit's going to go down. Foot infections. Swabbing the deck without going no. overboard. No. How many of them do you think are actual foot fetishists, too? Mm. I wonder if that enters into it. Yeah. Do you think they sell special boner containment underwear? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for foot doctors that are foot fetishists. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got to be some sort of like industrial, like leather. Lab coat or something? <laughs> sure, yes. Super lab coat. The, to conceal your boner. <laughs> the War of the Floses, a guide oh, on marrying no. turf neutrality with aggressive intervention. Yeah. I bet Quentin Tarantino's wandering around at Diabetic Foot Con. Window shopping for vascular devices. How much is that gadget in the window? The one with the atherectomy tail. They ju- it just keeps going. <laughs> Good job, though. J- Jesse, do you have, would you consider merging Max FunCon and Diabetic FootCon? Mm, you mean DFCon? Yeah. <laughs> DFC, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. We have a lot of cool classes at Max FunCon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for just by way of example, this year, Penn Ward is going to do a live action animation um, that he has asked us to procure 15 to 20 superhero costumes for. Mm-hmm. Unlicensed superhero costumes. Sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, you could learn to make pickles. or There's a lot of fun stuff you could do at Max FunCon. Mm-hmm. But could you learn to, you know, drain a contusion? For instance, no, For, you just couldn't. by way of example, yeah. Let's just say you're at Max FunCon. You want to learn how to culture a wound and how I probe to bone with Mario Dascal, MD. You're going to have a hard time. Yeah. So I think in order to cover all the bases, it's the really the only thing that makes sense. And maybe we should get them on the line. You know, specifically, I could see if I could talk to course directors Joseph L. Mills, senior MD, and Lisey Rogers, DPM, and see what they have to say. Maybe we could just do a cross-currents type situation, just sharing some knowledge. You know, like maybe we could do a a vid chat. Sure. A Google Hangout. A Google Hangout. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like an online training series. Like a webinar. Yeah, a webinar. We should probably organize some webinars around the subject. Max FunCon should have more webinars. I I agree hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's your it's your rodeo. I don't want to tell you how to how to rope the calf, but yeah, yeah more web- webinars. Yeah, I mean, all right, more webinars. Yeah, all right, more webinars. Should it be all webinars. I mean, prime every everything should have a webinar component. Right. <laughs> the pickles, for instance. Right. Yeah. Now, what was if... the webinar for someone who is at? Max FunCon, or is it for someone who is across the country? Yeah, we, we have terminals at Max FunCon. Yeah. Well, Kimmy, no one, no one, webinar is just something you say. It's not an actual thing. <laughs> no one knows what it actually is. It's nothing. It's a word. It's nonsense. From it's like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh. Yeah, or synergy. Sure, it's just a word. 
that we or need to be DSN, saying. DSN, PhD, MBA. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind what, of the same thing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. What you said. Kimmy Gatewood, we're in the yeah. digital space. Sure, sure. We're about actualizing self-profit relationships sure. on an upward tangent. Indeed. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, whether it's webinars or Mobisodes, <laughs> we're, we're going to stick our dicks in it. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go, Grammys edition. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, slipping a nip. <laughs> Kimmy Gaywood. Kimmy Gaywood. Award you winner. You yeah, you, oh, there you go. I was going to say you haven't yeah. had a nickname yet. There you go. You're oh, done. Thank you. It's because every time I try and get her to introduce herself, she's spacing out or looking at some <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's so many beautiful things here, guys. Jordan Jesse Go, <laughs> this, this egg crate insulation, for instance. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go, of course, brought to you in part by BoatParty.biz, a website with a picture of a boat and a place for you to type in your email address. Jesse, all the kids already know about BoatParty.biz. It's America's favorite website. Online at BoatParty.biz. Yeah, I don't know. What about what about our elders? You oh. should show some respect for our elders. Just because young people no, have you're already right. typed people their email into boatparty.biz to the elderly. Yeah. It'll right. remind them of their um, time in the Sea Org. L. <laughs> 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 <Elrod> Rod Hubbard. <laughs> I'm assuming all your elders are Scientologists. <laughs> Just go, yeah. I mean, the, at the end of the day, boatparty.biz is online. Use the World Web mm-hmm. and type in the words. Find out what happens. See the boat. Type in the email. Click the box. You know? It's going to be great. It's going to be a fucking blast, Jordan. A fucking blast. Can I say one more thing? Please. Max FunCon is now officially sold out. Oh, well, if you didn't uh, get a ticket. Wowie, wow. If you didn't get a ticket, I do have one recommendation. Are you just rubbing it in the face of Diabetic FootCon now? <laughs> if, because you feel like you're more successful? If you if you missed out on Max FunCon, which is May 31st mm-hmm. through June 2nd, you can get on the waiting list. And historically, we have gotten some people in off the waiting list. Um, although things are tight this year. I cannot promise that. Sure. Uh, but historically... You mean the fleshlights. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want to get That's on the wait list... Flesh, if you, you want to get on the wait list, email waitlist at maximumfun.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, put in the number of people in your party, whether you're a single or a couple. And What about uh, a triad? A tele- Can triads come? If they want to share a bed, yes. Okay. Uh, and send... Uh, yes, what about, that would be great. What about quad- quadrophones? That's that's just people who have high quality stereos from the 1970s. Yeah, can they come? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sure. They have to bring quadrophenia. Okay, a quad pressing of quadrophenia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so email waitlist at maximumfun.org. Include the size of your party and include a telephone number at which you can be reached during the day because this is what we do. When a spot opens, we just call the telephone numbers and whoever takes the ticket first. Gets that slot at Max Fun. Wow, Con. and you know, cutthroat. Cut it is cutthroat. We had to we had to send a fair number of people disappointing news uh, when it came down to it last year, Jordan. And I'm sorry to say, and this will be your only chance to go to Max Fun Con this year. There will not be a Max Fun Con East this year. So uh, apologies for that for anyone who was hoping to go to Max Fun Con East, but get on the wait list. MaxFunCon.com for all that information. I'm going to be sending a bunch of souvenirs from the green door. Yeah. And that is my personal promise to you. Absolutely. Thank thank you, Kimmy. You're welcome. Look for the green door at (laughs) MaxFunCon if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) 
I want one of some of that. I want one of those dildos that has the fish head on it. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jordan. We got anything up on the jumbotron this uh, week? We do. Wright Rickman is a Max Funster in Brooklyn uh, who is looking for an apartment and needs roommates. Uh, he'd like to move in on or before March thirty first. If you have an available room, or if a few of you would like to join me in finding a place, please email me at wrightrickman.com. Write like aviation pioneers. Rickman. Oh, he's saying how to spell his name. Yeah. W-R-I-G-H-T-R-I-C-K-M-A-N at gmail.com. Yeah, write Rickman at gmail.com. Playing Magic the Gathering is not required, but it's a plus. He's in middle school. He's <laughs> <That's laughs> in middle school. In 1993. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, Rickman. We encourage, we encourage, you know what the, the honest truth is? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're looking for a roommate. You want somebody you want somebody that's going to sit around in his room all day playing Magic the Gathering. Absolutely. <laughs> they have digital Magic the Gathering now? They really? do. Yeah, they have uh you can do it on you can do it on Xbox Live. Is it just your, as boring? On your mobile phone? Like <laughs> the real card? No. What you, <laughs> can you use your mobile phone to tap your mana? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that. Look out watch out for fire trolls. Oh yeah. It's probably something from Magic the Gathering. Elven Rangers? Sure. That's another <laughs> thing. I need to tap four manas. Colin, can you do me a favor uh, out there in the uh, studio? Can you tap a few mana for me? <laughs> can you tap some mana? Okay. Yeah, he's got – okay, good. We we have con- confirmation from Colin Marshall. He is tapping some mana out mm-hmm. there. Uh, if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Affordable. Highly affordable. If you want to be a commercial sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go, you want real, real ads affordable. On yeah, real affordable. We can make that happen for Surprisingly you. Surprisingly affordable. Email Teresa at maximumfund.org. T H E R E S A. And look, we can put together a package for you. You want to be on multiple Max Fun shows? You want to do an ad blast? <laughs> We Ew. can do that. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, that's a little gross. Lotus of Siam style. Sure. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kimmy Gatewood, Plato enthusiast. Play-Doh? Yeah. Really? Play- Play-Doh. Pl- no. <laughs> Play-Doh. You Both, love Socratic dialogue. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> it's a, a lot of thinking in my house. You make your own Play-Doh? No, you I buy commercial my, Play-Doh. I buy commercial Play-Doh. I know. What? I know. What? No, nothing. I didn't say anything. I just, just I just, exha- I just exhale. Jesse's one of these. Jesse's <laughs> one of these types that does his own canning. Oh boy! I can uh, my own Play-Doh. Yeah, you can. Your own. You put it up for the winter. Sure. Well, when the when the trees aren't producing, <laughs> sure, the Play-Doh trees. Jesse lives in a magical pixie world. Well, lucky. You, you live on Big Rock Candy Mountain, right? I do. Yes. Hobo's Paradise. Pixie stick, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's something interesting, isn't it? Um, this, is, this is just a flashlight. <laughs> Hey, oh, that's I, can I mention can I mention one other thing because I did not mention this. Um, I, I sort of alluded to this mm-hmm. last week on Jordan Jesse Go. I don't want to leave this up in the air, but if you do not follow me on social media, um, I it is we have important bullseye related news. Mm-hmm. My public radio show Bullseye. We signed a contract with National Public Radio. Congratulations! Sure, thank you very much. Um, so we're, I'm very hopeful about it. You're, uh, you're one step closer to being a panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. One, <laughs> which step is your closer. dream. <laughs> That is my dream. 
Um, actually, you know what? Peter Sagal sent me a really nice note mm-hmm. when I announced it. I was like, hey, thanks, Peter Sagal. There you go. Peter Wowie. Sagal's a class act. Now it's time to snatch that, that panelist spot. I know. I got I got Luke Burbank in my sights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking take Burbank down. Take man. that Maz Jabrani down. He's only the nicest comedian in America. Yeah. Alonzo Bowden. <laughs> yeah, I can take him. Yeah. I can totally. take Bowden. Nobody remembers Last Comic Standing anymore. <laughs> Public radio Public producers. radio does, yeah. yeah. Public radio producers do. Anyway, so I'll be, I'll, we're, we're starting in April with National Public Radio. And all I'm saying is, look, they tell me that an organized campaign to have listeners to a show contact their local stations and ask them to carry a particular show doesn't work. So I would never organize such a campaign. Um, however, let's say there was a grassroots campaign of some kind. <laughs> Um, Listen, I've got a few hours today. Yeah, I'm... I'm just listening. I'm looking for something to do. Well, you know, you live here in Los Angeles. Sure. There's two great public radio stations, KCRW and KPCC, that do not yet carry my show. Huh. And you probably learned how to write letters in civics class. Mm. Or you can get your hands on the Anarchist's cookbook and cook up some Molotov cocktails. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Jordan, what? wait, no. Okay. Jordan, Jordan I, This was wait. a separate... No, Jordan, I was asking oh, if you wanted oh, to make some no, Molotov Jordan, cocktails after Jordan, this. no. Okay. Jordan, come on. You're right. I take my Play-Doh, I press it against the newspaper, and then whatever words are there, I mail it. <laughs> right. Even if they're threatening words. Yes. <laughs> All I'm saying is if someone were to write a thoughtful sure. note to their local public radio program director that said you should give a listen to this link, my favorite episode of Bullseye recently, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop them from doing that. I wouldn't. I would, thought you were going to say I wouldn't punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't give him a swift one to the groin. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, It'd be a waste of your time. Yeah, and hey, and who knows? I might give him a swift one to the groin. You know what I mean? Hey, if they're lucky. You know what I'm talking about? You would affix your flashlight. <laughs> um, we have some telephone sure. calls lined up when something like a, like a lamprey. When something <laughs> momentous your... happens to our audience, we ask that they call us at two zero six nine eight four. For fun, two zero six nine eight four four F U N. A telephone number which I recently had to give to NPR mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because uh, they asked for my fax. Their legal department asked for my fax number, and I don't have a fax machine. <laughs> and the only thing I could think of was, I think our automated voicemail right. at two zero six nine eight four four fun <laughs> takes faxes. But I was on my cell phone when they were asking me this, so I literally had to say to like the head of legal at National Public Radio, <laughs> "Yeah, you can fax it to two zero six nine eight for for fun uh, that's uh, 1-800 goofballs with a Z <laughs> Uh, just just mail it to gags and things, courtesy of the White House, Washington, D.C. <laughs> Can you just send that straight to Santa Claus, the North Pole? That's a fart with three A's. <laughs> so fart. Fart. Anyway, uh, let, let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. Um... I have a momentous occasion to mark. I just finished my first day at my first real job after college. Um, I'm a copywriter at a public relations <clears throat> firm, and it went great. Um, got everything done I needed to do. Feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, immortal power. Plug it the fuck in. Yeah. 
Wow. This guy knows what's up. Yeah, swearing. He knows <laughs> he knows what makes the world go round. Publicists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Publicity copywriting. Yeah. So he's going to write like he writes he, he so he's in charge of like writing like press releases. Right, for post toasties. <laughs> for instance. <laughs> Post Toasties are back, featuring beloved character Foxy Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. Tired of fondants? (laughs) Not so delighted by the Turks? That guy is going to get laid tonight. Who, Foxy Grandpa? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. He's got that young lady companion. (laughs) Got a companion. He got a park bench. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, copywriter at a publicity firm. I mean, that's that's you know, you can you can throw that around at a at a bar, can't you? Cocktail party. Can't you just see Foxy Grandpa leaning back on that bench, puffing a stogie and getting his dick sucked? (laughs) (laughs) I can now. Yeah. Well, he got that. He got that sweet job at that publicity firm. God. I mean, is this the good? Is this do you think this is the elevator when you pitch said, for, when you for said, our Foxy Grandpa? When you said Stogie, I automatically thought Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, man. He might be a little young. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's got the toot. Yeah, that's true. He's got toot for two. Sure. Toot what for should miles. I do tonight? Play the banjo or get a blowy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's my yeah. Kevin Spacey this classic. Is a really it's good really Spacey. Good. Thank you. This Thanks. is a really good Spacey. You That's know, him as Lex Luthor from Superman, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. They have similarity, sure, sure. but it's a slight difference. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a committed vocalist, like so. I mean, I don't know sure. these things, but mm-hmm. you know, it's weird. I heard it as a Superman villain, but initially, I was thinking Terrence Stamp. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I guess now that you say it, Kevin Spacey, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. Let, Thanks, let, guys. Let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse Doe. Um, I'm 22 years old and I just got home from my first ever second date <laughs> and it was awesome and exciting and I kind of just never want this feeling to end. So life's good. Oh, game Bye. over. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it gets worse. <laughs> um, wow, that's that was infectious. That that that, that was joy. awesome. I'm in love right now. Sure, <laughs> I'm in love with you guys. Oh, Let's Jesse. go on a date. Oh, you <laughs> Let's guys. practice our dating. <laughs> our dating etiquette. Let's French kiss the back of our hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> Let's cunnilingus our throw pillows. <laughs> That's important. That's important. It's called. I stuck my thumb in my bear. <laughs> and you're, that's a euphemism. And your bear appreciates yeah, it. Thank you. That was the, the bear appreciates that you went the extra mile. Thanks. I appreciated that telephone call. Me too. I thought that was really fun. That was that was a lot of fun. Right, second date. I Her know. first ever second date. And you could really hear that you could really hear the excitement, you know. And you know what? I'm really proud of her for not murdering this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because she, she's been out on a lot of dates, but she usually, you know, bites well, their heads off at the end because the same she's a praying mantis. Yeah. I'm really hoping that there was about five to ten years between the first date and the second date. <laughs> so I the met him date, when I was 12. <laughs> I, I colored my hair. I changed my identity. He does not know who I am I went anymore. on the lamb. Yeah. And then one day I was on the beach in Jamaica, and what do you know? <laughs> yeah. 
He's doing shots with a scorpion Derek. on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, caller. Congratulations. That's great news. Second date, though, you should be putting out, right? No. No, not on no your first I'm ever kidding. Date. You shouldn't. No. The second, second date. Yeah. I mean, just go bananas. Yeah, the second, second date. <laughs> Fingers all over. Yeah, head over to the green door. <laughs> <laughs> You rocket some curry up there. As I like to say, just walk around like a giant X, right? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Get it in there? Yeah, sure. Everything's available. A human X. X. <laughs> yeah. An X with a head. Right. Yeah, sure. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Thanks, guys. You know what I suggest for a third date? <laughs> Ice skating. That's probably a lot of fun. Then you know what else I suggest? Mom. Hand job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just a little ice skating, a little hand job. Yeah. See if you can see what happens if you get it out there on the ice and the Zamboni goes over it. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good's going to happen. Certainly not for the Zamboni God, operator. You know, it's so funny. I was I, I I've there's there are those just fucking third date activities okay. that you would never do except for on a third date. It's your, I've only it's been your, on like three third dates in my entire life. It's, so. Yeah, it's your it's your ice skatings, your bowlings, your like those like this is fun like this is fun. We can still talk to each other but still yeah, I feel like I am I am just out of third date ideas. It's the activity date. Sure, we right. All it know totally. This. Yeah. Yeah. It's like first yeah, first date, date is drinks, like dinner, right? yeah. Second date probably dinner. And just sure. complete happiness, with, like right. just popping complete balloons, joy, yeah, right. Right. and then calling <laughs> the into power a, of your mind, yep. calling into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, podcast. third date is an activity date. Activity can I su- date. can I mm-hmm. suggest? A f- and I'm not saying this is necessarily exactly a perfect activity. It really sure. depends on the context. Sure. But an activity I re- recently participated in was going to the zoo. Mm, going I to the zoo. I had not been to the zoo mm-hmm. since I was a child, but I saw a number of couples at the zoo. I've had a couple good zoo dates. And you know what? That is a good one. I fucking loved the zoo. I I had forgotten how great the zoo is. There was lots of animals <laughs> I never even fucking heard of. Is this the L.A. Zoo? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Sure. Oh. There's this kind of – it's a kind of jungle cat that maybe lives in Sumatra. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> – it's. It looks like a coffee land, you say. You know, what, you know, you know what? Was like, this just a frappuccino, Jesse? <laughs> you know how? Are you just drinking a frappuccino? Do you know how a cheetah looks? Yes. Okay, so imagine a cheetah, but do you know how a house cat looks? Yes. Yeah. So halfway in between those two. Yeah. But you Great. know, but you know how sometimes on Adventures of Little Nemo, the legs of the bed get real long and start flopping around, and it goes no. walking. I've only played like a, the uh, Little Nemo uh, video game. I think it happened in the Little Nemo video game as well. Oh, did it? Oh, maybe. maybe okay. I, I guess that. what I'm saying is take a house cat, make mm-hmm. it 50% bigger, maybe 100% bigger, and make it look a little more like a cheetah. <laughs> yeah. And then give it double length legs. <laughs> That's what this fucking animal looks like. It, it was tremendous. Great. Do you remember its name? Uh, no, but I remember that it can jump 10 to 12 feet. <laughs> it's like, like a, a two-foot-long animal. Yeah, like a giraffe. It sounds like a reverse giraffe or something. It, it sounds short. like a character from Adventure Time. It sure yeah. does. And yeah. it was. It was wonderful. God, yeah, the world of the world of like antelopes and the world of jungle cats, like there's your popular ones. There's sure. your <laughs> antelopes, your ibexes, your sure. cheetahs, your pumas. Sure. But then there's like all these sub ones that you basically never hear about, like Dick Dicks. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which are a little antelope. Yeah. Who no. go like this. No. <laughs> they go like this. We're making a go like this motion. Yeah, we're making a little tiny hops. Yeah. They do tiny hops. Yeah. So they are called the sound that you make when you make the hand motion. That's called. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're an onomatopoeia animal. The activity is called dicking out. Or dicking around. Digging down. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder of like why like why that one that you saw is so much less popular than the cheetah. I mean, well, the cheetah is the world's fastest animal. That's true. Right. Well, let's look at well, like a cougar. Right, or a cougar. Well, a cougar is from North America. So it's our it's our homegrown big cat. Okay. Well, maybe there's an explanation for all these things. Why is it's it also more but Foxy why grandpa's is... girlfriend? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Foxy cougar. But how far can a puma jump relative to its body length? A, mm-hmm. and B, does it have the highest prey success rate of any animal cat of jungle prey? I, I don't know. A puma. Well, this it doesn't thing, because this, this other thing, thing that does. I saw at the zoo does, <laughs> I don't remember the name of. And you know what's another important thing? How come we don't talk enough at the zoo about the variety of horns on different things that look like deers? Sure. <laughs> Fat horns, curly horns. Why do you think the ibex is more popular than the dick dick? You know what would be a, Because it's not a swear word? You know what would be a really good zoo exhibit? Hmm. You won't believe what a goat will stand on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, (laughs) screw Monkey Island or whatever they're building in the zoo. Where's, you won't believe what a goat will stand on. Are you working on ZooCon 2013? Oh my God, I am. (laughs) I got one. Miso horny. Talking about all the horns and all the animals. And then you get a nice miso soup. Yeah, that's right. And then you you jack off. Dick dicks and tech techs. We got to get to our next call. Colin, roll it out for us. Hi, this is Simon calling from Brooklyn with a momentous occasion. Um, I just picked up a copy of the new New Yorker magazine uh, from the newsstand, which I illustrated the cover of. That's it. Thanks. Love the show. Good work, Simon. Not only did he illustrate this, Simon was at Max FunCon East this year. (gasps) Not only that... It was a very charming and funny. It was uh, Eustace Tilly, mm-hmm. of course, the legendary mascot of the New Yorker. Sure. sure. As a Brooklyn hipster. Holy crap. That sounds pretty. What was he doing? He was, he had, a, I remember he had a fixie tattoo on his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, instead of spying a butterfly, he was spying a, a food truck with a picture of a butterfly on it. Okay. Uh, um, it was wonderful. It was sounds, a delightful. That sounds delightful. It was a delightful work. It was called Houston, Eustace Tilly Brooklyn Edition or something like that. Well, lovely. That's great. You know, I recently did a couple. Not everyone is sitting around that listen to this show is sitting around doing bullshit like working for a copy as a copywriter for <laughs> or playing magic cards. <laughs> uh, I actually, speaking of magazine covers, I have a I, I'm on the cover of Time. Are you? Wow. I know. I am uh, breastfeeding my son. Really? <laughs> yes. Your 27-year-old son? My 27-year-old son <laughs> is sucking at my milkless uh, uh-huh. male nipple. Wow. Yeah. So I just thought, what a fun little piece of synergy. I was going to mention it. You know what? Wow. It's funny that you mentioned that. But I was on the cover of Time mm-hmm. at my grandma's house. And it was framed on her wall. <laughs> 
And then, oh, world's best grandson. <laughs> this is the year that they named the world's best grandson, and you won it. Yeah. Oh, congrats! That's great. That's true. And you know what? One other time, I was at a carnival, mm-hmm. and I was on the cover of Newsweek. It oh. was a. It was one of the shiniest Newsweek covers I've ever se- seen. But it just said Person of the Year at the bottom. Didn't have my name on it, but my face was right there in the middle on the shiny part, and everything that was going on <laughs> behind you. Yeah. <laughs> so they were they taking must a have, live photograph. <laughs> they must have just taken the photo, of and it would me. just went to print. Yeah, but publishing moves so fast these days. Yeah, I'm also on the cover of Kites and Such, but that's just because I love kites. Right, oh. sure. I'm famous in the kite community. <laughs> really. Yeah, really? for, my, for all my kites. Oh, he this should make guy, a kite out of that little... This guy uh, emailed me from a kite magazine. Mm-hmm. This is actually true. He emailed me from a kite magazine because he thought I had slighted kites on uh, Judge John Hodgman. Oh, no. Oh. I, uh, so these two young people were listing all their weird mm-hmm. hobbies that they had had in high school. Mm-hmm. And I asked them if they were also co-presidents of the Kite Flying Society. <laughs> and he took that as a slight rather than... Not a, a Rushmore reference. Not an allusion to Rushmore. And uh, so he said, he asked me if he made a Judge John Hodgman kite, would I consent to being photographed f- with flying it oh, for his kind kite of like, magazine? To kind of mend the, uh, to kind of mend the yeah. hurt feelings that now exist between you and the kite community. Yeah, and I think when I explained to him that I think kites are quite nice, in mm-hmm. fact, I would agree with the free design in saying that I think kites are fun. Sure. Third date fun? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. kites. That's cute, guys. Kites! <laughs> kites! Kites! Ah, we've cracked the Three code. Three-part harmony, guys. <laughs> kites. kites. We are regular Frankie Beverly featuring yeah. Mays. We have one call left. Right, Colin? Let's hear it. Hi, Jordan, Jesse Doe. This is Paul from New Jersey with uh, what I guess is a momentous occasion. Uh, about 20 minutes ago, for the first time ever in my life, I was actually challenged to a roadside fist fight by somebody who uh, I guess was upset with something I did while driving. Um, <laughs> I declined. Uh, that, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm more, hopefully I'm more reasonable than that. And uh, also I try to avoid arrest wherever possible. Um <laughs> Guess I'm wondering if that's ever happened to either of you, and uh, what did you do about it, or what would you do about it? You know what uh, I sure. did. Well, sure, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. I'll tell you what I did. I brought out my red and green deck and challenged him to a game of Magic <laughs> oh, the Gathering. <yeah. laughs> That'll usually defuse any kind of roadside uh, argument. I tapped a lot of tree mana. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> you know, I... um. Also, pogs. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, Jack. Swamp? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Swamp. God, yeah, the last altercation uh, that I was in um, was I was at a. I, I have this buddy who loves hardcore music, so I've been mm-hmm. going to hardcore shows with him. Sure. Okay, um, sure. And they've been a lot of fun. Hardcore shows are pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, they're, they are pretty intense. And it's like old guys now too, so it's like fucking like intense forty year olds. Wow! <laughs> yeah, my neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just talking about uh, AARP. It's Do like you the, think the X's could... on their necks are like getting droopy, right? right? With the wrinkly in there, everybody's fatter than they were when oh, they got boy. their crazy tattoos. Do you oh, think boy. we could work hardcore into one of our Foxy Grandpa pitches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Foxy Grandpa goes to see Fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
Rollins is Foxy Grandpa. Oh, my goodness. Perfect casting. Uh. Or dancing. <laughs> um, yeah, and I uh, I bumped this dude and spilled a beer, like, all over him. Like, fucking full, like, giant mega beer. all Like, all like yeah, it was a like full a full giant mega a beer? A full giant mega beer. He was like, and I just heard him yell, oh, no. what the fuck, dude? And I turned around, and this is, it's a fucking dirtbag. He's at a hardcore show, and he's just got a beer all over him, and I spilled it. I'm like, God, man, I am so sorry. What were you drinking? I'm going to the bar. I'm getting another one. I really apologize. So I go to the bar. I get him a beer. And I bring it over to him. He's like, man, that's cool. You didn't have to do that. Oh. <laughs> Your sweet face. Just and charmed the pants right did. off of him. Man, you didn't have to do that. And then we talked for a little bit, and it <laughs> turned out he had seen me at an improv show at UCB. Oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. So that's the closest I've been. Uh, oh, uh, that's the closest I've been to a fist fight in 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 ten years. Somebody on Twitter said that I have a punch face. No. I looked that up. It's a face that can only be improved by punching it. Oh, oh no! Is that in the same family as a butter face? I suppose. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, a it's butter the male face. butter oh. face. Male butter face. Yeah, I mean, the guy did admit that I have a juicy ass. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know. And I think anyone we can all agree that your you're, ass is you're, juicy. <laughs> I mean, call right, you orangey ass. It's right there on the sweatpants. <laughs> Anyone with two eyes can see that I've got a gorgeous set of cans. Sure. <laughs> Wait a minute. Set of no, cans? Set of cans. Set I of guess... jugs. Not no, no, cans. definitely not jugs. I've got gorgeous jugs and a nice can. Nice can. A right. juicy can. Juicy can. Like a can of pineapple juice. <laughs> no. Why he- is pineapple the only heavy can syrup? Juice? You can just can peaches. No, it's a juice. No. You oh, can get okay. pineapple oh, juice yeah, in I don't a can. Know. Grapefruit juice? You can get in a can. You can get that in a can. Where, where, mm-hmm. uh, you can get a big like drum of grapefruit juice. If you go to the like uh, the ethnic grocery stores, you can <laughs> sure, get a yeah. lot more. Or you cans, can get though. like a can of date juice <laughs> <laughs> at the ethnic grocery sure. store. Eel squeezins. <laughs> <laughs> Those foreigners for making goulash. <laughs> sure, right. I like how the guy said he politely declined the fight. Yeah. Like you can, there's a choice there. There is a choice. There's totally a choice. Mm -hmm. Two people have to participate, except for that one time that that guy punched me in the face. (laughs) Oh, no. I told told this story on Jordan Jesse Go before, so sorry, longtime listeners. Mm -hmm. But once when I was, I'm going to say 12, this kid that was maybe 15 or 16 was walking the opposite way uh, down... uh, Gosh, I'm going to say Valencia Street, right in front of St. Luke's Hospital in San Francisco. And we were both wearing the same 49ers jacket. And we got within like four or five feet of each other. And I said, hey, nice jacket. And he punched me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That's a classic punch in the face story. (laughs) It is. I guess the guy thought I had a punchable face. I had a punch face. Do you think that was the guy on Twitter trying to apologize? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. I would say that the tone of his other tweets were not apologetic. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to lie. When somebody first told me what a butterface was, I thought it meant like a cute, chubby face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like cherubic. Like, yes. And like so a little a punch an- face. Like a little angel made of butter. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. Like I said, rosy cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went, I have a butterface. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, no, Kimmy, you that's don't have a butterface. So when I say punch face, I think that's like a delicious Kool Aid punch or something like that. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. gonna be like a tropical punch, like it's maybe uh, like a, a tutti frutti haritos. <laughs> yes, or like a like exactly. a party drink that has a scoop of sorbet in it. Oh, Juicy that ass, great. Juicy yeah. face. 
They <laughs> got big feet too. Yeah. Hello, ladies. You hear that, DFCon 2013? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, more like DTFCon. <laughs> Sorry. Now we can. Okay. Now we can. Okay. Cut, call we'll it. be back in just a second. On Why Jordan didn't I Jesse say Go. that earlier? <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kimmy Gatewood, accidental interrupter. It's okay, Kimmy. I haven't noticed any. Okay. No, you've been great. You've really been you've doing been a great job. Thanks, Kimmy, guys. No, no, no. Please let me just talk, okay? I just want to talk for a second, okay? Please, guys. Just let me just talk. Fart? Question mark? Um... I'm interested in if young people out there are interested in uh, an elaborate meta 1940s singing, <laughs> singing, dancing parody act that features a dumb one. <laughs> they might be interested in the Apple Sisters new record album. I thought you were going to say the Pupini Sisters, but I appreciate <laughs> you saying the Apple Sisters. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, where do you think they might be able to obtain such an uh, such a recording? Well, they could go to theapplesisters.com and uh, download it directly mm, from our website. They, I bet if they went there, they could also find out about future performances by the Apple Sisters in places like Las Vegas, Nevada, Los Angeles, New York, and... All all across this great country, probably Eugene, Oregon. Indeed. We do it on a treetop, an apple treetop. <laughs> How appropriate. Indeed. How delightfully appropriate. <laughs> it's it's really been a delight to have you on the yeah. program. Thank you for joining us. Thank Kevin. you. You're both gentlemen of comedy. And, mm-hmm. hey, gentlesmen. Gentlesmen. Uh, gentlesmans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a special thank you to Colin Marshall this week on the boards. He gave us a thoughtful nod, mm-hmm. filling in for Brian Fernandez, who was at San Francisco Sketch Fest this week. We forgot to plug his show last week, so for that, I Hopefully apologize. Hopefully you went. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, I just want to make, if I could, mm-hmm. one quick mention of our sponsor, BoatParty.biz. Why not? Sounds like a fun thing to mention. You know what? I've heard a lot about a lot of buzz about BoatParty.biz on social media websites. Like um, Twitter, sure, LinkedIn, LinkedIn yeah. Vine. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are vining like about making short mm-hmm. videos, about making boat short party. vids about boat party. Twitty, Twitty, Twitties. Yeah, people are people are putting those up. They're putting them on the glass. Yeah, they're Twitties. They're putting those up there, and they're seeing it in magazines. Face mm-hmm. snark. Yeah, is that that? Yeah. Sure, it's really popular. Sure, sure. What about Apple iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it a lot in that website. Bluffington Post. <laughs> Buzzweb. Buzzwebs. E bombs uh. world. <laughs> uh, social book face. Yeah. Dot web. Bookie face FaceTime. Go- Wa- Google water Hangout. ski animal. Google, Google Hangouts. Dot net. Dot. <laughs> GoParty.biz. Google Hot Tub. Yeah, Google Hot Tub. <laughs> sure. I've also seen a lot of viral street campaigns for BoatParty.biz. Oh, like, like stenciling? Wow. People doing yeah, like, like graffiti did, stencils. Did you know that if you see a picture of a boat, that's actually oh, a viral marketing viral campaign sure. designed by Shepard Ferry? I didn't know that. <laughs> from Barack Obama? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, from the popular president. Yeah. Based on the popular president. Yeah, he's he's on – anyway, the, the point mm-hmm. is if you see a boat, if you go to a party, mm-hmm. you know what that's supposed to be reminding you of. The biz. Heineken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, did I get that wrong? Boat party dot biz. It's a great beer you can get in, you know, get in most bars. And many boats. Oh, okay. You'd be surprised. How many boats? <laughs> it's a nautical it's a nautical beverage. Oh, okay. As well. Hmm. It holds notes very well. <laughs> right. The bottles are perfect <laughs> sizes perfect. if you get lost at sea. <laughs> if you don't visit boatparty.biz, you'll never see a picture of a boat. You'll never ha- have oh. a box to type your email address into and at the end of the day, who really loses there? You. You know, your whole family. Well, these are tough times, Jordan. No, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not tough times for me, guys. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> doing great, guys. Yeah, okay. you work in the I'm on space. second date all the time. You're, on, you're, you're in a constant state of second date. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. the name of my book. <laughs> constant state of second date. Yeah. Sorry. This is like Sorry. a Dianetics thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh you can catch Kimmy talking about constant state of second date on the Oprah Winfrey Network yeah. on Own. on her new show, mm-hmm. which is called "Let's Take It to the Zoo." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it's called a nice dinner. It's called yeah. It's called flying flying a kite, a nice oh, dinner, right, no, and a lot of promise. Sorry. Yeah, that's your motto. Uh, you guys know me so well. Thanks for doing your research on yeah. Wikimania. You bet. <laughs> anyway, if you want to, if you want to get that, it's uh, called it's called nice dinner and then going to a bar near the restaurant. If you want to check out that <laughs> Apple Sisters album, I recommend you go online to their website, BoatParty.biz. Yep. Um, and you can it grab it there. For Jordan Morris, I'm Jesse mm-hmm. Thorne. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. This week's show, engineered by Colin Marshall, edited by the great Brian Fernandez. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Go.